Welcome back to Biff, a podcast about superhero TV shows, movies, and prosthetic eyes. My name is Dan Morton, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, John Moltz is here. Hi, John. Vanessa. I don't know. I don't have anything else after that. Vanessa, you look different for some reason. That. <laughs> uh, don't be a translator for Wilson Fisk. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Guy no. English is also here. Hi, Guy. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was a Lex Friedman level joke. Yeah, really. It was, I, yeah, it, man, I am ashamed of that, and you really rubbed it in. That's the worst. It's all right. I, uh, Lex Friedman never listens to this show, so it's true. fine. Um, we are here to discuss Echo, the entire series, which aired on Disney Plus earlier this month. Five episode series following maya lopez a character who debuted in the hawkeye show remember the hawkeye show that was wild do. yeah um, it's a christmas it's a christmas show it's a christmas miracle i didn't rewatch this, it this year I, actually but um i i let the previous year i rewatched it this is not a christmas fond show. memories of that show yeah, yeah me too, it was to good honest. like yeah, this is yeah. not a christmas especially, especially in hindsight it's like you know what that was that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if we gave it like glowing reviews at the time. I was very, I, think uh, so. I remember being very yeah. bullish on it because yeah, I yeah. just thought it was yeah, fun. I enjoyed it. It was yeah, fun. Exactly. Yeah, it was fun. Right. Um, anyway. And Haley, not that well. Steinfeld. The other one. Steinfeld. Yeah, all Haley. This is just, just like riot, invest in, you know? in Haley's for the entire MCU. It's like, <laughs> just be Haley's all the way down. <laughs> um, well, Echo. Uh, at a very high level review, this is about Maya Lopez, uh, the titular character Echo, who returns to her home in Oklahoma after having been away for like twenty years to start yeah. dealing with some old or you know, you know old business uh, in the aftermath of the Hawkeye show, in which she shot her sort of yeah. thinking she surrogate, had killed him. Yeah, her surrogate father, uncle um, Wilson Fisk, in the face. Um, she decides to sort of go back and, and dismantle his um, operation, uh, and she gets caught up. Kind of a weird place to start. Yeah, Oklahoma. we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and so it's basically a mix of her trying to deal with this legacy of the Kingpin and also her reconnecting with the people that she left behind when she left this, uh, this town 20 years ago. Um, and then also her sort of reconnecting with her own roots as well as a Native American. Um, so that's like super high level. Um, where, where should we dig in? <laughs> uh, so are we going to go episode by episode? So there's a lot of backstory. No, we're not going we episode get. by episode. <laughs> we're yeah. talking about but the whole But thing. there's a lot of, yeah, but I mean, not, you know, not with a rating, but like, uh, I mean, there's a, the first episode contains a lot of flashback material. Yeah, a lot of to so both get a lot uh, of her, Hawkeye. Her, yeah. And, yeah, um, or very close to Hawkeye, right? I mean, yeah. st- so we get, we get her childhood, um, the, th- the things that led up to her um, leaving, leaving. Yes, yeah, her, Oklahoma. Her death, the death of her mother. The death of her um, mother, yeah. Her father basically getting... Um, embroiled in kingpin's mm-hmm. business uh and then her getting yeah, he sort of starts out like he starts out as a bit of a gangster at the beginning and then he goes to new york to work for the kingpin sort of directly yeah it feels like directly. you know for lack of a better term like i'm not a harmless gangster but like not as deeply invested as like, yeah 
right. you know, executing your interpreter. Well, that's, some of it is... He, <laughs> there's, like a, there's a leveling up there that's just yeah. like, he's not, he's, that's not him. I think know? the implication is essentially like, uh, and they don't delve terribly much into this, but the implication feels a little bit like opportunities are scarce in yes, this town, exactly. and... Yeah. He's right. trying to provide for his family. You try to get by. Yeah, him. and and this is what this is what he has at his you know disposal. And um, yeah, then he sort of takes it to the next level, which is like, yeah, I'm moving up in this organization. And then, of course, we see we learn that he is, you know, eventually killed, uh, basically by Ronin, uh, which we learned in Hawkeye, but that it was kind of at the behest. Well, he's killed by Hawk. I mean, yeah. you know, Clint, Clint kills him. Like, yeah, again, Clint kills him. Ronin, Clint yeah, yeah, 100%. But he is also yeah. sort of fed to Ronin by, by Fisk. Yes. Yeah. 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 For whatever um, reason. Is, we don't you know. know. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't like, remember. You know, that's it doesn't really matter. For whatever yeah. reason, he's... he's I don't... I kind of don't want it explained. I don't care. Like, <laughs> you can kind of read between the gangster stuff. Like, the notion of Kingpin manipulating stuff to just take out rivals or even his own organization if somebody's getting big and he just takes them out mm-hmm. to prop up some other thing. Honestly, uh, makes perfect sense. I have I an even darker read on it, which was essentially just, he oh. didn't, he didn't want him interfering with his relationship with Maya. Like mm-hmm. he wanted, he has I, that surrogate father yeah. thing and he's like, Oh, well, in, as long as she's got an actual father, she's never going to see me as this paternal yeah. figure. So I that need to off be. the dad. I mean, I'm sure that's that's that at least uh, subtext seems at least. to be a yeah. part of it, right? I mean, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely a part of it because he wants to be the primary person in in you know her world. Yeah, he certainly knew it was going to happen. It's not like, whoops, your dad was there. It was like, oh yeah, you know, that was intentional. Go get these kind of oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, blurts it out at the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, in let's... fact, I, I really like that read a lot, Dan. I think I'm going to adopt that one. Okay. You're, and you're... pretend it's my own idea. <laughs> but that, it what makes are you, an sense, AI? right? Because he's. Well, <laughs> uh, I am the AI companion. Uh, it, it makes sense, right? Because he, throughout the show, he has a real need for her, you know? Yeah. And he's, he's uh, clearly. Uh, sort of emotionally compromised, or he has something <laughs> that he like the like the kind of the sort of unconditional love that Vanessa gives him. Like I think uh, Maya also kind of gives him in a different way, obviously. Uh, and his need to feel okay with who he is, I think, uh, is on full display here. So yeah, the the fact that he would sort of like remove the actual father so that he I, could have more of that to himself reads very well and I, I think there's also for him an element of legacy at play here right yeah like he doesn't have his own kid in this in the mcu anyways and he needs somebody that he can trust in order to sort of be there you know i think he realizes like I, I need I need somebody who can like trust like he needs to build he needs to make someone who trusts yeah. him implicitly and who he trusts implicitly and the only way to do that is to basically start with them as a kid right and like inculcate that in them like the whole way through which he says specifically there are the interactions with them in the flashbacks where he's like the two of us are the only ones we can trust right yeah. like he is it is this very you know toxic certainly a yeah. relationship i mean you know, borderline <laughs> abusive i he had, i doesn't he had a bad example as a father too yeah so right. it wasn't like right. it wasn't like he uh but there's like a real role model 
I know we're kind of skipping around, but like there is a real uh, there's a real Darth Vader Luke Skywalker moment there in the episode later on with the hammer, right? Where he he does yeah, the oh, whole yeah. like Jeez. strike me down basically yeah. like and your right. journey to the dark side is complete. I guess that's the Emperor, but still you kind of um, yeah. you, you see what I'm going to is like right. It's like well I killed my dad and I need to know that you are you are up to snuff essentially and like. And by doing that, like by trying to kill me, at least you you've proved that you are worthy successor to my to my throne, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know we kind of jumped into the kingpin he, thing, do you, but do you think he wants her to kill him? I don't. I, I don't know. think he wants I her to try. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think like, he would just stand there and let. Let's put it this way: she's already shot him in the head, right? Yeah. Like, and he's still coming back for more. <laughs> I think it's more of that that power thing of like. I'm going to give you the opportunity and you're not going to take it. And that gives me like, it yeah. makes him feel more powerful, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Or prove what you have, what it takes to be ruthless. I think is the other sort of yeah. read. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, you know, like I said, which is a rare thing to say about an MCU <laughs> thing. It's like, I don't know the motivations of this weird character. He's, he's actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, so, he, you know, he, he doesn't seem to, I mean, well, he was in Hawkeye, but he hasn't missed a beat since, <laughs> since he started as the Kingpin. The guy's really. Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. Not only is he in Full Metal Jacket, he is also in Men in Black. Yeah. So that's <laughs> really yeah, he's completely, there. Yeah, like, <laughs> completely unrecognizable in Men in Black, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, he's amazing. Compared to, yeah. you know, this show. Uh, although he's, you know, very different, you know, still very different character from everything he does a good he does a very good job obviously he's just um, an amazing actor. yeah yeah and, yeah, and she is incredible yeah i uh full marks yep. alakwa cox yeah um she's really great in this and i think i am considering this is like her first role <laughs> yeah 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 um she's got so much going on in this and it's yeah. fascinating to watch her as a character navigating all these things especially in you know we we certainly saw in hawkeye the the dealing with her um you know her 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 deafness like and how that impacted her life and how it like shaped her right like and and that is yeah. even more delved into here right because yeah. like we get that flashback yeah. where she tries to buy the ice cream from the ice cream vendor and he's like a jerk to her and then yeah <laughs> fitz goes and beats the crap out of him um but also, it, we see a lot of scenes that are basically sort of from her POV almost, right? Because would you the, yeah. the, the sound will like dampen out and like you know you'll sort yeah. of get it from her perspective. And yeah, they, they do some great uh, filmmaking sort of uh, techniques. You know, like they they have a yeah. a way of uh, implicating you in her head. I, I'm, I'm struggling to find the words here, but there is a language to the filmmaking that lets you know that when you're sort of insor- absorbed and you're seeing things from her perspective, even though the camera's, you know, still third person, uh, particularly during fights and stuff, like everything will go really quiet. Oh, at one point when she's uh, holding that, guy, <laughs> she does the arrow, I'm going to break your, snap your neck. Nobody can know my secret move. <laughs> uh, and she's and the guy's like just the heart beating. Yeah. You know, yeah like that right, kind yeah. of stuff is like very effective. Very, you know, yeah, the fight and the, clever and the fights in general are all great. Yeah. Yeah. The, the choreography is very solid, especially, I mean, call out to the, the roller rink fight, I think is probably yeah, the great. capstone yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, I don't know. There's a, there is a lot of the, you know, this is my, my only, real critique of this show 
is honestly, I found it the rare MCU show where I was like, I think you needed one more episode. Like, I think you need yeah. a little more time mm-hmm. because there's so yeah. much in this. Like, not only yeah, dealing I, with her, you know, disability, but also dealing with like her family and her roots and all of that. Some of that gets a little bit short shrift because I think they're so like, we also got to keep the action going and we got to keep the pace moving and everything. Yeah. So yeah. some of the side characters, I think, suffer a little bit because it feels like I wanted more time to see her relationship yeah. with them. I think, I yeah, read, I agree. I believe I believe I read an interview, and I'm, maybe I'm just making this up. I'm pretty sure I read an interview with the writers where they had planned six episodes and then ended up with five because they scaled the budget a bit back. And maybe that's something we can talk about at the end. Like, did Marvel believe in the show or not? They should have. Pretty good show. But, uh, you know, dumping it on a Tuesday in the middle of January seems a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's a topic for a different time. But I completely agree with you. Uh, stretch it out a little bit more. I would have liked to see more of those uh, ancestor flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I thought those were mm-hmm. remarkably well yeah, done. Yeah, those were cool. I think they were, too. The thing that I, that I think back, though, is... There's the there's the one that is um, you know done like a silent movie um, almost. It kind of had black, a Watchmen silent, vibe but to it, black, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I really enjoyed that take on it. And I kind of wish that they had done different takes on the other mm, ones as well. Mm-hmm. Like maybe animated the yeah. first one or something. You know, done done very sort of stylistic period yeah. type. Um, versions versions of those stories rather than just telling the other ones as straightforward and then that one being different i agree i worry if you run into uh all of our storytelling of indigenous people of that period the language of film is the language of westerns right which is not going to be terribly uh appropriate i think do do you know what i'm trying to say like if you used a different film style i think the touchstone that you would go for is kind of a western uh and i think that's the wrong but that's kind of what they did i mean that the black and white one is is, a western right but they they, they did that and they turned it on its head um which i think worked which i think worked very well because yeah you know yeah she's she's sort of the (laughs) she's the western hero in that (laughs) yeah yeah that story that establishing shot of their uh their city was incredible i love it Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah, I uh, accurate too. They and anyway, you know, and what I'm saying, like, if they if they just had decided to do animation for that, you know, the first story or or one of the other ones as well, then that probably changes the budget, and so I'm probably asking for something that's not, you know, right. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Is it like yeah. it feels yeah, that's a little not bit? Our job. It's their job. It feels like a little <laughs> yeah. bit. It feels a little bit more like of a of a piece with the other ones mm-hmm. rather than having the other two being like, oh, it's just a straight up live action, like yeah, yeah. like like you were there sort of portrayal mm-hmm. as opposed to stylizing it in some way yeah. that sort of then sets those stories apart um but yeah i don't know that is it's an interesting point i think that's a good one um i think i was so when episode one started rolling uh (laughs) i was quite surprised yeah Uh, i thought maybe i was watching an ad for something else it was way more (laughs) way more glowy magic-y stuff and uh i i think like i texted john i did not expect such a a naked person forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, like it surprised me that that's the way an MCU thing started out. Uh, obviously it's not like anybody's 
there was no nudity in the show. Right. In fact, it's TVMA, but I don't think it's. Yeah, uh, I don't think it pushes what can be done. I think it. I think it's rated appropriately, but you know, it's not like it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's really I mean, just for the violence. It's not exactly. It's not. It's not. It's not saying, "Hey, we're going to be AMA, so we're going to have mm-hmm. you know blood and guts and like nudity." Like they, they. I think the rating is appropriate, but they don't uh, take full advantage of what they or you know. Yeah, they, they yeah, they don't. They don't try and they, they like, should, yeah, fill they, they, fill they every every part done. of the MA rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check yeah, check exactly. every box. That's right. We got to yeah, do it all. But that whole that and especially the uh, I believe it's Choctaw Nation. Like that that creation myth was cool. It was an awesome way to start off the show. Mm-hmm. I did not know what to expect, and it really really brought me in in a way. I'd, did not anticipate. I expected more like a daredevil-y kind of vibe of like, I don't know, she's hanging out by the docks and <laughs> beats somebody up or something, you know? But this was a, definitely took me by surprise and a happy one. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I, it was an interesting way to portray it, but I think it's, it's kind of fascinating, you know, it goes to the piece of like the discussion over, um, you know, what is her superpower, right? Obviously, they're, they adapted it differently here than they did yeah. in the comics, but I think... Honestly, the way that they do it here makes a lot of sense. Um, I, my, I have a complaint about this, however, and, oh, okay. and that okay. is that I don't understand what her powers are. <laughs> because... I, glowy. She glows. She glows, I right. I mean, I understand the healing power. That seems clear. And I really enjoy the way that she uses that at the end. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Wilson Fisk is a dude who needs to be healed. He is, he is messed up in so many ways that... <laughs> Uh, and and then when she does it to him, he is frightened because yeah. you know yeah. he he is a guy who feels that he, you know like <laughs> Captain like Kirk. Captain Kirk. Yeah, his pain <laughs> his pain is what makes him who he is. And and if she takes his pain away, then he is not going to be the kingpin anymore. And you know, and yeah. then what is he at? What is he after that? Um, and which you know I think you know leads into the. Uh, I the I saw it. Her power to end. me was essentially the channeling of all these various people in her lineage and the abilities they had like because they do the bit where they show so right so then there's that there's that piece and then she's also somehow able to project her powers into people that she's related to (laughs) i mean i think it's it's unlocking it kind of reminded me of the um spoilers for a show that's very old but it kind of reminded me of the very end of buffy where essentially saying oh, like yeah, all yeah. of these people are in the lineage and therefore they all have this power and so I I thought it was more like in to a certain degree awakening it awakening it within them or maybe echoing so. it to them I right I don't see that well this I, is <laughs> I'm okay with that I I don't need it explained I, I felt like I, I need to understand it. I, I, well, I don't, I don't need to necessarily, but I think I enjoy superheroes a little bit more when I understand what their abilities are instead of having them be super loosey goosey. Um, and I yeah, feel this, this feels kind of loosey goosey to me, especially the projection thing. Like, yeah, having other people do it was threw me for a loop a bit. And it I honestly felt like, didn't bother me. I kind of well, love that I guess scene. We have to have a fight at the end. I don't know I, if you want to give me more scenes of Tantu Cardinal just throwing people around. <laughs> like, come on, that's sure. amazing. I'm I all mean, here that for was that. Good. Yes, I will. I will admit yeah. that that was good. But I just, I just didn't understand right. what was going on. I, didn't I mean, I, I, didn't I definitely understand. understand. I mean, we we yeah. clearly see her ancestors there, and she's yeah. clearly uh, got the. Uh, she's imbued by their power. 
in some some such a way. I don't know if you need the glowy hands. I really I don't think that's yeah I don't know that you required, need that. but I think it helps explain why if she's just you know if she just touches Fisk and then you know yeah right you need yeah, that's true special yeah then you don't know like what's, you don't know what's going on right right well I mean it's yeah. and it's also used there to like hint at it throughout right because we see the scene um you know where she's on the train for example the first time and she uses mm-hmm. it without really understanding what's going on um so yeah I don't know I yeah. I. Speaking I, of that, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Train heist, train yeah, heist. right, exactly. Our bread and butter. That's <laughs> yeah. well, not a truck, but you know, no, but still, uh, it's, it's good heist. It is a good, good heist. super heist. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I love that she screws up too. Oh yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, and right. the, and from the very beginning, right? I mean, she's so cool jumping off the bridge, and then yeah, and, it just <laughs> and then she's like on. doesn't stick the landing. <laughs> and it's like, whoops! Uh oh! Oh, this is gonna be harder than I thought it was. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. That's a solid episode. I think my biggest issue with it was kind of your your point. Um, we start a little bit kind of in meteor res, like with her showing up and she's hurt and everything. And I don't think it's really entirely clear how that happened or what her plan is here. Like, you know, we talked about her starting. Why is she yeah. starting here? Right. Like, clearly, there's a a connection with the place and with the people there. But she's also showing up to like do damage to Fisk and not see the people that she <laughs> is nominally connected to, mm-hmm. and it's it's an. Well, idea. she wants to see the uh, well, that guy. I can't remember the guy's name. The uncle Graham guy, Green. right? Oh, the Green. the grandfather uh, married no, the to her runs, grandmother. The guy who runs the roller rink. Oh, Henry. Oh, that that's guy. her uncle. Yeah. Henry. Yeah, yeah, her yeah. Uncle, yeah. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, because he works for Fisk, right? It's, right. It's entirely. Right. So she's starting. She's starting there, and I think maybe that's that's the the inn right because she knows she knows she knows this guy and that they're tight and that she can get him to do stuff for her that will hurt fisk yeah and this is yeah they didn't they didn't fully yeah explain what she was doing there i get the sense i mean you shoot kingpin in the face you have to assume his whole org is going to be coming after you yeah right so like so she runs away home like a place that she knows well that she can kind of hide kind of thing it's also implied that she's already kind of tangled with him right i assume that's why she shows up with the bullet wound is like they are chasing her at some point that's that was my assumption yeah yeah but again it's not it's not spelled out yeah or unless i missed it somehow but yeah yeah i this is where this is where my sort of the i feel like you could have done a little longer hit me which is i didn't entirely get her motivation for being at this specific place nor I, I felt like i wanted more time with like henry her uncle a little bit better like we get a nice bit with him. I, I, I really like that character and i like the actor a lot yeah. but it kind of backs into that character a little bit and i wanted a stronger yeah. like relationship like it because we don't see him in the um in the flashback either right like yeah He's kind yeah. of missing, and I and I felt like we missed that sort of relationship explaining why we get alluded to him, right? Like, which is uh, Chula says at some point, like, "Oh, those Lopez boys are bad news," and he gets mentioned, yeah. but he's never seen, which always felt like we don't know what their relationship is. Yeah, yeah, I got a little muddled with her family structure. Yes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and now I'm trying to remember it, and I can't. Although it's been, yeah, so. You know, 
so he's, weeks since I saw it. So he is her uncle, but is he actually her uncle? Yes, or is he, he is, yeah, an uncle so, yeah. style? He is her okay. father's yeah. brother, is the implication. Well, actually, I'm looking at IMDb. So yeah, Henry Black Crow Lopez. So yeah, so he's, it's he's, the two of them kind of w- go to work for Kingpin. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't there at the beginning, right? Like he wasn't at that dinner party that they were having that ended up. No, I don't. Car crash. No, that's with uh, the yeah, the grandmother so and then the mother, the right. father. Graham Green and the grandmother yeah. were there. Yep, and then the, the Bonnie, and, and who is Bonnie who a cousin? But it, that one's also a little weird because they. The, well, she says my sister, but I took that to mean like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, she says cousins, actually, like because she first yeah. she says cousins, and then she's like, no, no, we're sisters, and I think it's just intended to be like a they're as close as yeah, sisters, I love you very closely. But we yeah. don't we don't see her parents. Like I'm looking at Wikipedia describes yeah. her as a a coda as a child of deaf adults. I don't think we ever see her parents, so I'm not sure where that comes from. Yeah, we don't. Um, yeah, and I thought true. I thought that uh, I thought that that Graham Greene was her grandfather, and I think it's not until like four episodes in that it's just like, oh no, he's just married or like partnered with oh, so the is, grandmother. Is Henry? Is, yeah, wait. So is Henry not Bonnie's father? No, that was not my. No. That, she calls I him uncle at some point too. Yeah, I does think, she? Oh, okay, I think when she shows so up at the a, rink, there's yeah. a missing brother <laughs> or sister. Or sister, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. The, it is a little fuzzy, and I felt like I I would have appreciated you know in the same way I think John you get frustrated when it's like yeah, I want to see the powers kind of spelled out. It's like I needed to know a little bit better. Like who are these <laughs> yeah. people and how are yeah. they related and why are they important? Mm-hmm. And especially because the show is in. F- it's about family. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Lineage and ancestry. And, and, like, and they're all really good kind of characters. Thing. Like, that's they're the other thing. They're terrific characters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just kind of want to know how that all fits together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I and, think, you know, if you'd had 22 episodes in a season, I know we don't do that anymore, 13 episodes, I think we would have more fully understood the family dynamics. Yeah. As such, we kind of get a little sketch of each one of these characters, and it's lovely. Yeah. I, I like them all, but we, I don't really see how they all fit together. Because yeah. clearly, like Henry and Scully, Graham Greene, must know each other and have, you know, they must talk to Chula, her childhood friend. Uh, like, uh, you know, does Biscuits get drunk with Graham Greene at the pub? I don't know. Uh, like, there, there's a real... Uh, these characters are interesting. They they have a lived in feel to the way everything works. Like uh, biscuits is driving around in a mail delivery truck. Uh, Truly a for, great comic scene. Just a fun, yeah. And he's on like it's on the wrong like the, when the, the bumpers hanging off. On the wrong side of the when the yeah, bumpers hanging while, off, I didn't drive because I forgot that oh, and God. I like I didn't understand why it was on the other. And then I was actually out walking the dog and I saw. I saw a mail truck and I was like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. It took me forever to realize that. I'm like, what <laughs> is he doing? Well, I was like, why mail is this truck's weird the steering wheel UK the side, car in the right. middle of Oklahoma? That's right. Like, I, know, I, I assumed that she just bought import. it, like it's she like got a good deal on it or something. Like that. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. No, that's not it. Yeah. I would like to see them more, you know? Like, yeah. how does that town work? How does it, the, yeah. uh, the little how do they all interact would have been you know yeah a uh, little bit rewarding a little bit more of that because i I, uh, yeah biscuit scully henry chula all those characters are great and really as you said they feel really fleshed out and really developed um and i like their relationships with each other i think we just i wanted a little more time the one who i think suffers the most is bonnie honestly because she in some way she is a um i want to say she's a MacGuffin, but she is like 
they keep making such a big deal of like Maya not seeing her and her being upset about Maya coming back. Mm. And I feel that really like it never quite, we never quite understand or see that. I felt like and there's no really re- no real resolution to it. I felt like, I don't know that the scene where they're locked up together a bit, but like, I didn't yeah. feel like it really ran an arc that worked for me. Yeah, I thought it was okay, and, oh, but again, yeah, I think it, I think the show in general just needed a little bit more time. The the other weird thing though is a lot of I felt I felt like a lot of the the character moments are spent sitting down and talking to each other or standing mm-hmm. and talking to each other instead of like showing us they're telling us. Um, and I, I wonder, know, if, and I don't know if that was because because yeah, we only got five episodes, and so we can't <laughs> we can't set up more scenes in order to show you things we have to do these moments where people are sitting down and having an argument you know across a table i wondered if some of that was also the challenge of the using the asl like it Mm, it limits some of your framing and like because you you want to i i love that they give it as much like you know prominence and i love i also honestly love the fact that all of them are so good at it right like like even though they haven't seen her in 20 years they're all like yep i can still get all entirely back into how to like sign all of this um but i do think it limits just how you shoot in some ways because you can't and i will say the one i think the one point where it worked super well was was when she's talking to her grandmother and she gets so frustrated and mad at her that she starts talking yeah (laughs) and it's like one of the like i'm not sure if it's the only time in the show that she actually like you know voices vocalizes yeah um but it it's a it's super effective in that moment well and the and the the fisk part too i thought was great where he he gives her the like the you know the little contact lens so he can hear her and then they make the point that like yeah you never bother to learn right like you are you think you can bend everybody else to fit you and so I don't want your, you know, your technology that's there to just... Also, I thought it was fascinating. I don't know about how you guys felt about this. I don't know if this was a production design decision or, or a writing decision. But the fact that it showed the signs rather mm-hmm. than simply transcribing what he said was a yeah. fascinating choice. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it, it so, but it's weird, right? Like, I it, that's got to be way harder. And I couldn't tell if they just wanted to use it to show off, like, oh, this is how impressive it is. It can like create the like the hand motions. Whereas you feel like, well, the technology exists today to have him talk and like just, just have it transcribe yeah, right. what he's right, saying. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I that is a bit of a nod on his part, I suppose. Yeah. To to her, you know, like I'm making some effort, but you know. Not enough to actually learn how to right. sign, even though <laughs> right. you know, which is kind of uh, very appropriate for his character. And I think that uh, I think it serves a couple of purposes. A, I don't think you want to hire Vincent D'Onofrio and not allow him to use that incredible voice that he's got. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's he's amazing. I'm sure he could uh, deliver a speech in sign or ASL that was you know compelling in some way, but you know his he's trained like his 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 craft revolves around his ability to you know deliver lines so i think you'd be hindering him a bit that way but it also works incredibly well for the character who just only cares about himself mm-hmm. like he doesn't it's not that he cares about maya beyond what she gives to him in some way you know what i mean like he needs her to love him 
And it's not like he loves her for herself in any weird particular way. He just needs her appreciation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think you're totally right. I mean, I love the bit. I love the murdering the, the interpreter. Like that that was one of those oh, scenes God. that felt yeah. very true to that character. Yeah. I, Particularly I, the shocked. you know, the character as done by the Netflix shows. Yeah, I I just had a moment when they when they do that pan over and she walks in and there's all the sheeting. I literally I yeah. felt like the dumbest person alive. I was like, oh, he must be doing some work in his in his home. And I was like, oh wait, no. <laughs> That's bad news. You, you never want to see the tarp. You hear her scream or beg man. Oh yeah, really she's begging. It. She yeah, says she's yeah, she right. says, I don't know any I won't say anything or something. And yeah. it's uh yeah, bad news. Oh god. Yeah, that makes me sick to my stomach. Oh, because yeah, no, it's, it's right terrible. around the corner and the kid can't hear her. Yeah. Yeah, I had to go back. Like, I had to yeah. go back and watch the scene where they get the kid. Where, yeah, you know, exactly. Spoiler: If you have not seen um, uh, the Daredevil show, but where they go back, where they kill uh, the the girl that the bullseye is hooked on. Mm, oh yeah, the mm-hmm. woman, the, the woman that he's like stalking, basically, um, which is yeah. t- also terrible. You're just like, oh god, like, but that, yeah, that and they, you know, they uh, echo it in this show by you know <laughs> having the plastic there and wrapping her up in plastic and. Taking her away because that's his mo. Hey, he's he's clean, yeah. <laughs> except for when he's beating up ice cream vendors. <laughs> I do yeah, like he calls wait, for just... a fresh suit and then doesn't manage to get it in time. Uh, so that I mean yeah. that's a real defining moment for both of our characters, right? Like that. I think he's uh, he's taking care of her. How did they first meet? It was prior to this ice cream thing, right? Like that's why he was picking her up from school. I think yeah, the first yes. one is is when. Uh, yeah, they're at the like the dojo. The dojo, right? yeah. yeah, that's the first thing yeah. we see. Yeah, yeah, but this is like uh, he wants a change of shirt because he doesn't want her to know the kind of person that he is. And when she does see, does she kick the guy too? I don't yes. know. Yes, like, yes, you know, yeah, she yeah. does kick yeah. the guy. Yeah, he understands that he can be himself around her, and <laughs> then that's when he truly starts, you know, wanting to. Uh, you know, be her dad a little bit more. Like he, I, I think her acceptance of who he is as a horrible, horrible person makes him uh, all the more needy for her uh, continued that, love. That is one how, thing I, I wish mean, I'm using the word love, but however you want to describe it, it it's a dark kind of love, I'd say. Yeah, there, that is one thing where I felt like maybe a little more groundwork need to be laid. Like, we get sure. the implication a little bit of her frustration with being, you know, stuck in a school where nobody really knew how to sign and, like, she's kind of treated not very well. But, like, we don't yeah. quite... Oh, she feels disempowered and he's ultimately right. the most powerful and I guess she could... But, know. like, the jump from that to, like... I am going to embrace violence, <laughs> choose violence, as it were, <laughs> yeah. is is I needed a like I would have liked to see a yeah. little bit more about just like. What is the what turns her to this, like, I'm willing to go from just being someone who is I, like yeah. frustrated to someone to who seen, is violent about it. I think he would have had to seen her dad hanging out with gangsters and doing, you know, yeah. more mild gangstery stuff like getting like mm. having her uh, seeped in that. Yeah under underworld kind of stuff because otherwise you know if a kid just sees a guy covered in blood beating somebody like an ice cream vendor uh that's yeah it's a big step yeah. to be like okay with it like that's just doesn't come, and, and not only okay know. with it but like 
let me get in on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As frustrated as you are that you didn't get the ice cream, like, no kid is going to go for that without uh, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, being primed. Right. With, I mean, and certainly we get the idea that she's had trauma, right? Like, with her losing her mother, losing yeah. her leg, you know, all yeah. of that is, I think, plays into her being alienated, certainly, from... Yeah. I, I, I told you guys, I had to stop it there. Like, uh... uh my my fiance's daughter is that age and like man i started watching it and i'm like hey this is a really good show kind of love the way it started <laughs> with the uh the creation myth and all of that and then seeing a kid yeah. that age get in a car crash i'm yeah, like yeah i gotta stop this yep i was rough for me too cannot do it yeah it's good but i can't watch it i'm gonna have to watch it when i'm in a better mental state yeah not at the i struggle i struggle with that a little bit fortunately it's a quick scene but yeah that scene is yeah. real it's not gratuitous and, and i don't blame them for having it it just and you know, i, I like, honestly like felt like one of the best scenes then in the show is when her mother appears to her at the end. Yes. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that hit me right in the, right yeah. in the feels, yeah. you know, like I, I teared up a bit at that scene cause I thought it was yeah. very touching and yeah. very like it, it brought that moment back around for me and, and kind of, I don't want to say redeemed it cause it's not a bad moment, but like it, it is a, it is a moment that, that it pays, pays off. off. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Did you think that uh, the mother was going to use her her power to save? I did. My I had that life thought. In the car. Yes. I'm kind of. I'm of two minds of that. A. Mm. It makes sense for superhero y movie that like her mother uh, sacrifices herself to save her daughter. Type, yeah. Type thing. Yeah. On the other hand, that's not. I'm not going for real life, but I mean, th- there's a very human, uh, down to earth. Uh, it, it cheapens it a little moment, bit. Moment, moment, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's something about uh, just having this sort of the brutality of the moment. She's yeah. just dead instantly. And then coming back and, uh, 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 and seeing her, you know, ghost, for lack of a better uh, explanation for it. Th- there's a humanity there that I think might have been lost if she'd used her power in some way. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. Yep, I, I agree, it, too. Yeah. One of them fits into the formula, and the other one's a little bit more human. And I'm, I, I'm intrigued. It's like, it's like we're having this one. big moment, and now we're going to remind you that it's a superhero show. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. I, I wonder yeah. if they debated it. I honestly I bet wonder. They did. If, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it felt yeah. like... If we all got that reading, it felt like maybe they tried it at one point, or like maybe even yeah. shot it, and we're like, nah, yeah. you know I mean, what? It doesn't work. They literally established that she can bring birds back to life. Oh, actually, there you go. She's already, you know, <laughs> hitting her, hitting birds with rocks. So she's already <laughs> there is that. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I thought about that too. I mean, yeah. she says like, it's an accident, though. Do it like it was I not. Can't. <laughs> she's lying. Yeah. Well, she yeah, and, and maybe and she, she didn't mean to kill it, but she. It's not dead. Yeah. She definitely meant to hit it. Yeah, it's not dead. Um, I think the implication okay. is it's very, very injured. Um, and yeah. like. I kind of read that as almost she just wanted to see her mother use the powers. Uh, Oh, interesting. I don't know. It it kind of felt like that a little bit like, oh, this bird is injured. Uh, You can fix it, right? And I I love that the bird is a recurring motif too, right? That scene at the very beginning in the flashback Mm -hmm. where Chula sees it. Right. Um, I'm confident that it must have some it's a woodpecker and i'm confident they talk about the, it a little bit that it, yeah, yeah, yeah so. that it has the oh, right. warning it would warn them right like of right. the oh right yeah which i thought that, was yeah, a lovely yeah. bit too honestly yeah. like i those parts i think are really great i love all the stuff where they managed to tie in the actual choctaw culture yep. um the powwow yeah, yeah. all of that it's really well done it feels it certainly feels very authentic and certainly feels and they i know they consulted a lot and they thank the, mm-hmm. the all the 
you know, the groups that they talk to and stuff at the end there. So, and, you know, obviously, <laughs> I certainly hope so. Um, but like, you know, having come off the, um, the Kahori story in What If, yeah. you know, it is, it is interesting and, and good, like a, a, a reassuring to see them like actually yeah. doing yeah. the work. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually kind of proud of Marvel for doing you know, re- reaching out and, and sort of investing and trying to get these parts of the stories right. As much yeah. as uh, I think you can kind of tease them for, like, you know, more sky beams and a giant battle in the third act kind of thing. <laughs> in a lot of cases, they do a pretty good and sensitive job of, like, addressing cultures or, uh, you know, like that Isaiah Bradley speech. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think you have... You don't stumble into stuff like that, right? I mean, I don't think you stumble into, you know, being able to write this show without, you know, a ton of research and actually... You mean Biff? <laughs> there is <laughs> no. Nobody could write Biff. It's <laughs> just <laughs> too chaotic. Uh, uh, but no, I, without, you know, yeah. talking to people and, and, and understanding and having an appreciation and an admiration specifically for, for I the think culture. I, that I, it reminds me a bit of Black Panther in mm-hmm. ways because yeah. I think as a... Um, piece about culture um, and about you know group of people it's a very good show Mm -hmm. and that was a very good movie and where it falls down a little bit is in the same place which is like the superhero stuff I think yeah 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 yeah. that's a good point actually I had I mean I definitely thought about it before but you're bringing up Black Panther I think maybe taught marvel a good lesson yeah which is which i think is the better okay, way to do it honestly 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah it's like oh we made a ton of money just by you know giving a great filmmaker the ability to tell a great story that made uh that had cultural resonance uh for you know non-standard issue kevin feige looking people <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i mean standard issue in quotes i'm just right. it's i'm making fun of the uh uh, typically, you know, middle-aged white men that we are kind of, <laughs> kind of take. Uh, but yeah, it seems like they have taken a good lesson away from that. And, you know, shows like this, I think, uh, it, it, it demonstrate their willingness to sort of uh, uh, be a bit more culturally sensitive or culturally aware right. or tell other, tell other cultures' stories, I think, is maybe the better way to put it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do we do we ready for ready for a Piper Award? Oh, there's oh, yeah. a, there's a few options. I think there are a few. There are definitely a few options, but the one that jumps out at me the most is is Vicky. Um, the, oh yeah, the skeevy guy from the the yeah. roller rink um, was um, Terrence. No, Nathaniel Malik. Yeah, in, in um, Agents of Shield. In yeah. Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, and also right. also that that sort of weaselly co-pilot Zane. in the Mandalorian. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Zane also Zane the 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 Fisk's henchman. Also mm-hmm. uh, had a role in Agents of Shield. I don't remember Luther Banks. I don't remember who he was, but he was in there. Okay. Um, yeah, he is yeah. also in uh, yeah, Perry he Mason. Familiar. Yeah. He's in. He's in Perry. The first season of Perry Mason. He's a. He's a dirty cop, and he's okay. great in that. And he has that. that he has such an interesting look to him. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know. I find him. And I thought he was. He was fun. And then the woman who plays, um, oh, what's Chaffa? The first. Of the Choctaw that we see in the flashbacks yeah. uh, was also in the Mandalorian. She's in that first season episode that's basically um, the Magnificent Seven, the oh, one yeah. where the ATST is attacking the village. She's the right. woman. Oh, is right. she the one that's like, uh, you know, 
wants to see what's under the helmet. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Pedro Pascal, pretty um, handsome guy. Also, like uh, David, the, one of the ancestors is played by David Midthunder, who is the father of Amber Midthunder, uh, who was. Oh, I saw she was at the the, the, uh, the, uh, the premiere, and I thought she had had a role in one of these, and I, 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 but I guess not. But that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Man, Prey is a great movie. Prey is a great she was also movie. in um, terrific. Legion. And I'm not really, you know, I'm not a big Predator fan per se. But uh, man, pretty yeah. kills it. She was in um, yeah. she was in uh, Legion too. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Yeah, and we can't forget Graham Greene, who yes. is basically an award all into Graham, himself. Also, he yeah. is fabulous in this entire I, thing. Graham he is Green my is favorite my f- character. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, he was. Oh, you know what? He was uh, speaking of Pedro Pascal. He was also in The Last of Us. Mm. As uh, have you seen The Last of Us? I I have not. I have. Yeah, what? I don't. Yeah. I don't do zombies really. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. Okay. I just. I. I haven't been in the. I haven't been in the okay. headspace to try it. So. Okay. It's really good. But anyway. <laughs> it's it's terrific. It, yeah. You know. Yeah. It's it has one probably. of the best episodes of like television I've seen in the last. You know. Yeah, and it's not five years. It's, <laughs> it's not got what you'd nothing expect, to do with really. smacking zombie heads. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Man, that's what a good show. Anyway, we're not talking about that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, but it's up there with Andor. It's that good. It's like good enough that like. I know you may not like Star Wars, but if you don't like fascists, Andor is for you. And I think The Last of Us is uh, more of a story about love than anything else, to be honest. I was trying to think of was was Graham Greene in, in a in a Marvel movie previous or Marvel? I don't MCU think so. He's just been in everything. If anything, but I guess not. But he's he's been in so much; it's hard to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if anything, it's well, it's I'm 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 glad he's in the show, but it always feels like he's the go-to guy for. Yes, it's it's getting you know yeah uh, probably on the call sheet it's like Indian dude yeah. you know and I'm, again right. I'm using quotes to be you know they're right. just generic just being generic about it yeah. uh, but he's delightful and I'm always happy to see him uh, but it does feel it's like um, oh, what's his name uh, a machete guy getting used as oh a Mexican Danny Trejo yeah. yeah Danny Trejo it's like you know <laughs> just get me Danny Trejo and we'll throw him in here and he'll be an angry <laughs> Mexican gangster and it's like okay we get it but you know he also makes tacos so maybe maybe have some fun with that yeah so I don't know I just I he always he actually has a taco yeah, actually, yeah, he, actually, yeah. <laughs> he is he is a incredibly fantastic actor and I love that he is uh very i love how how like i don't know that character feels so real to me right like i just really enjoy he's so lived in yeah, yeah that, I, like uh, that character has a story i don't know what it is but, I, yeah. but i want to see relationship it. he's got a failed relationship with the grandmother who uh i i believe at least i don't know if it's in the text or if i just made this up uh their relationship fell apart after yeah Yes, I think that's I think like strongly yeah. I mean, that's implied. Definitely, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And was he actually the biological? Like, it, I think he was like, just dating her. I don't right? think, I think so. He, they were, yeah, because I think they were dating, yeah. and then that he tells more, Maya that reads more correct to me. He tells yeah. Maya like me and your grandmother broke up, basically. Right. Yeah. Which means so like you're not you don't say that to your <laughs> to your no, granddaughter. No, That'd be a weird way to phrase that. <laughs> no, but I mean, he loves her. Uh, you know. As much like a daughter as he's yes, uh, yeah, and know, I love he, he like the tink, does do. the tinkering and like builds her the new leg and all of that. It like all, I, all of that is great. I just love it. 
I love that. I love, I cannot tell you how much I love, because I feel like I would do this exact thing. Uh, he saves the sewing, sewing machine. Sewing machine, yeah. She, oh, yeah. She comes to, yeah. she comes to sell it because she needs some money, and he just gives her money and keeps the sewing machine and fixes it up because it allows her to keep her pride, and he's just such a good egg. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'll take this. Like, he could say, no, don't worry, I'll just give you the money, but he takes it to give her a sense of uh, not owing him anything. It's just great. It's such a yeah. good little piece of writing and a great piece of acting between those two. Terrific. Does it have anything to do with, you know, glowy hands and sky beams? Or, uh, no, but it is, man, what a terrific, terrific moment scene. in a yeah. weird little MCU a, thing. It's you know? a great yeah. contrast to Fisk, right? Because yes. Fisk is a guy who is incredibly wealthy and extremely powerful in contrast to this guy but um he's also someone who's completely empty on the inside <laughs> right and he's totally transactional right yep. like he is, yes that is his life is like what's the quid pro quo yeah um and i do want to give a call out to tantu cardinal too who plays chula um i think the first place i remember noting her was in the there was a short-lived series called Stumptown, which is based on a graphic novel with um kobe smulders in the lead um oh. and uh she is alive and well in the mcu yes exactly That's great. <laughs> uh and she plays a local sort of not exactly a like criminal boss but like definitely the implication being that she like runs the casino basically on the the reservation and also has some illicit okay. dealings and she is fantastic in that show as well uh and i love putting her and gray and green together feels like like getting to you know it, it's like of similar like weight in terms of like if you're going to put two characters together that can sort of hold their own with each other yeah. like these two oh, characters yeah. do such a good job of basically like you know playing off each other and and it's just it's great it's a great relationship they do a fantastic job i guess she's also apparently in killers of the flower moon and a ton of other stuff uh she well, was also in dogs too i think uh yeah she, she was also well, in um not. a lot of these actors are from reservation I, she was also yeah, in a terrific uh, show. Uh, um uh, uh dances not, with wolves uh right, apparently so so there you go yeah so, so you go way back worked with yep. grand green before yeah. yeah anyways uh i thought those were they were like those are two heavy casts right like when i saw that they had cast both those people yeah. in this show i was like man they are man. they're not messing around right her first credit is in 1951 hallmark hall of fame oh no i'm sorry that's Holy probably cow. that's probably that's when the show started i'll bet as opposed to 75 oh, it, it looks but like still hallmark hall of fame yeah <laughs> That that goes way back. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, she's done a lot. So yeah, great, great to see her get like this role is. I think she crushes it. Um, just the both the that scene with Maya later on, and just everything. Like she gets so much. She gets to do so much in this show, which I think is fun. She yeah. is one of the few characters I feel like they do give her a lot of time. Um, yeah. like whether it's the uh, you know. <laughs> Sorry, the scene where Biscuit still drives by with the truck and the bumpers <laughs> hanging off, and then she yeah. just stares at him is I just a. It, it is a brilliant comic moment, and I'm glad this show does have some laughs despite yeah, being Biscuits kind is of a brutal. weird addition. It's just a weird. It's he's fun, but it's like wow, that's you're kind of in a different show. I was really worried about him for a little while there. I really, really worried they're going to kill yeah. him. Yeah, I'd, I, I think they've. They've taken a fair amount of the Netflix stuff, but they've toned it down a little bit. I'm still kind of shook by just executing that translator. But uh, <laughs> that, that would be like every two seconds in Netflix. Yeah, right? the like only other thing horrible oh, yeah. would be happening. And like, so biscuits would be on the chopping yeah. block. Basically. The only other really violent bit is the killing of Vicky. 
And like well, that, yeah. I think that was in the trailer. Yeah. I feel like, and it's it's a shock moment, and it's a yeah. well. I didn't like. I didn't, you know, wreck it. I mean, I knew that I see saw that moment in the trailer, but I didn't like. Yeah, but, I didn't put two and two together. I know that that was him. Yeah. And that I mean, although you could tell he's gonna die. <laughs> oh yeah, when, yeah, yeah. He's a Weasley back. I mean, he's definitely I, gonna die. <laughs> should we point out? I think. Um, I do not think there is a white character in this show who's a good guy. <laughs> That's cool. Which I'm fine with. I just I, I, I thought about it yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I was like sure. trying to pick every single white character I could think of. I was like, nope, they're all villains. Every single yeah, one of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's I mean, fine. I, do, I have no problems sure. with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean I I don't obviously it's not by mistake, but I think that's kind of sort of the undertone. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Fisk Fisk and the white man come to town and kind of you know make everything not good but even mm-hmm. like vicky and then his yeah. the two women that he has helping him and everybody well, there's right the two, like, there's the two people who come into the store who are you know oh horrible. yeah they're, Har- they're not villains not good but guys. they're 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 horrible in other ways they're they're well they keep asking yeah. for like apache stuff or something they're yeah like, yeah i mean they're clearly, clearly yeah, not right the right, right. I just enjoyed uh, Grand Green messing with them too, which was yeah, a yeah. Did, did you hear what well, he was saying? Yeah. Like he, I had I had them he's cite like, the captions. Give me the money on. or something like yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. so what was he saying? I think give it's, a, the money. it's like, like buy the thing, thing or buy buy, buy the, the damn thing. thing. Buy yeah. The damn thing. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, so good. Um, yeah, cause I think I had the captions on a lot. Is despite having it's tricky too because with the ASL stuff, you need to make sure you have the right like captions or subtitles on because that's already being captioned. And I just left them on all the time just to. Yeah, <laughs> make sure I wasn't missing stuff. Um, do you want to talk about Daredevil? Yeah, I was thinking. I was oh, wondering yeah. about that. That's right. We didn't, I, we didn't mention Matt. <laughs> I, I think the show stands up great without Matt. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think 100%. That, I was gonna say, like, if anything, I think they used him perfectly. He steps in, yeah, you know, too. and he's a foil for like five minutes, and th- then he's gone, and that's great. Yeah, yeah, I because he's not inter- he's not after her. Like he was, if, yeah. if anything, I think he said he was casing the joint. Right, right. Yeah, the, he's, he was the right. guys that checking out the other guys. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they messed. Yeah. She's you know she's brand up. new, and then you know she happens to be able to hold her own yeah. with him. Yeah, I, great fight. Yeah, a lot of uh, they make it look like one of those classic uh, hallway fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They do a fair number of camera tricks. Like the yeah, it's often panning behind stuff, and you get like. Uh, it gives you the opportunity to do like a, a weird edit if you're you know you move something black in front of the screen and they do a fair amount of that but it looks really great uh everybody's moving great he moves amazing uh he so outclasses everybody a lot of billy club work is, yeah a lot of billy club i work, yeah. i was not honestly i bet there were, i didn't really follow the discourse um i think there is one advantage of dropping it all at once is the discourse is not strung out every week because like i definitely right. feel like if we had been watching this week to week, everybody would be like, when's Matt coming back? When's Matt yeah. coming back? And it's yeah. like, I was pretty sure from the trailer and like the the vibe I got from it, I was like, nah, I think I think we're only getting him in a flashback. I think that's I, it. I, I think agree. it's a short flashback. And yeah. I was, I yeah. definitely... I didn't think he was going to be in this a lot. Yeah. He's uh, too busy knocking boots with Jen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. Uh, he's He's... <laughs> It does a couple things, right? Like it, it effectively Going to barbecues with Scar. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a very different portrayal. Oh yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it effectively kind of glues together the you know Netflix stuff with this, right? By portraying him yes. in the same in the same costume, of yep. uh, facing off against King Pitts Thugs and ex- like establishing him as a street level threat, basically to these, you know criminals basically so yeah. 
I think it is is entirely there for that and to kind of sig- you know, do what he does in the plot in terms of signaling her competency um, to yeah, Fisk. That's the thing. You have to you have to put him up against somebody that we respect. I guess to to establish just how effective she can be. That fight though is pretty brutal. Like when they're taking out all the uh, yeah I was yeah say the bad oh, guys. Yeah. They're all bad guys. It's yeah. just a they didn't guys, seem to have such guys. a great plan when they went in there, but <laughs> they had a horrible plan. They, it started real well, and then it kind of went downhill from there. They're like they had well, that like one guard, if, and they're like, great, you know. the guard's going to shoot the other guard. Great, this is working great. And then you had nothing past that. You had nothing. Right. You yeah, had run right. in and beat people up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think. You know, gangsters are SEAL Team 6 over here, but uh, that, that plan <laughs> fell apart real quick. I, although, you know what? I think it's one of those plot things, right? Like, we actually need to show people punching. And if guys just came in and shot everybody, that would be kind of... Yeah. <laughs> but it's also, it's so badly executed because they don't even tell her <laughs> what they're doing. They're like, yeah, just, you know, yeah. follow my so lead, right? First, it's, it's also the first day. Against, first like, mission against, on like, day 16. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, anyway, come it on. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. On, it was like, like, that's just a funny thing. Yeah, Wilson can afford a few more thugs, I think. He shouldn't, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, was, it was fine. I liked it. Uh, what do you guys think about uh, how the ending did not really involve fighting? We, we talked a little bit about how sort of she gave the powers to everybody else, and like, like whatever. We have different opinions on that. Uh, I appreciated that she didn't really swing, you know, she didn't throw fists at Fisk. Uh, yeah. And instead, they end up in his room and he's crying on the bed. Yeah, or, I thought sorry, that was I'm great. La- I'm laughing mm-hmm. out of almost a, like an anxiety. Like, it was an emotionally uh, rich ending to a show that is sort of atypical from the, you know, this mm-hmm. sort of more standard MCU fare. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, I much more appreciate this than than if the two of them had grown to 50 feet high and, and battled. Um, <laughs> Never going to let that one go. No. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you get, you get your, 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 your fight, fight, fight at the end. But also, yeah, I think that the tension between them is so much more interesting in terms of yes. their differing opinions on these things. And I think what also is interesting in the evolution of this show is it's relatively late in the game that I think Maya achieves anything like a quote unquote hero status. Yeah. Like she is an anti-hero at best through like the first 80% of this show. Um, Yeah. I mean, she bombs. Okay. Okay. Bombs the bad guy's place, but I mean, but still uh, bombs bombs are no good. Don't do that. You never know who you're going to blow up. That's not a, uh, that is, you know, Matt shows up and socks people on the jaw. Obviously. Vigilante's bad, but bombing. Yeah, there's a worse. there's a scale yeah. here, and it starts with socking people on the jaw, and it ends with bombing people. And somewhere in the middle yeah. is like <laughs> shooting people with a lot of arrows. <laughs> I don't know which end of the spectrum it's on, but well, the question is, what about skinning a man alive? Oh, well, that's that, past the bombing. I think that's even further. Past bombing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious because this this is also the sort of so this is the first thing released under the Marvel Spotlight sub brand they're doing, um, which is kind of the dual purpose sort of things that I think are both more slightly more grounded than 
other than the you know average mcu fare but also stuff that is kind of intended to be like you don't need to do homework to, for this which is ironic because it yeah. starts with half an hour of clips from a yeah right show yeah. you don't uh, have to do homework, homework because we've brought we, we did the homework for <laughs> we you brought a clip show for you yeah. yeah i appreciate that though it's fine it, like it's, it's a good it's a good yeah i mean it, yeah. i thought it, it was a, i thought it was yeah. all right I mean, it's not like there was so much backstory of her told in Hawkeye. That yeah, let's be honest. The Marvel spotlight thing kind of feels like a little bit like this is where the Netflix, like where the Netflix characters are going to live. Yeah, I can't tell. And yeah. I alluded to this earlier. If Marvel's happy, like, were they trying to bury it? They gave it a different labeling. They, 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 I honestly don't you know. know. They yeah, stuffed it into either. five episodes. It seems like they got good more. early buzz about it, though. So I don't the reviews know. have been very positive, yeah. and I and yeah. I think I think it's great. We will be very well, positive we'll about it. That. We'll save it for later. Yeah. But like, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't think it's a bad show. I saw it get very good rankings. I almost sent you. I think the uh, for us to argue over the i can't remember what site it was but it's like the the ranking of every single marvel tv show including all the off-brand ones basically you know runaways and cloak and dagger and all that stuff but it was like rated 12 or something you know on the list of the top 50 marvel shows or something it's like well i mean i i don't know i'm not gonna argue over the rankings but like still people are putting it very high in i think the list of overall shows and so it's like yeah i would i would tend to agree with that um yeah i probably would too i mean i mean I can't think of them all right now. I would think that I would put it maybe a little bit higher, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but like, you know, it's certainly, it doesn't hurt that it came off the, on the heels of like Secret Invasion, which is easily, I think, the worst MCU, yeah, MCU well, show. Not familiar with, well, not, not I mean, familiar with that one. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Don't know what you're I, about. I didn't get through. Um, Inhumans, so I'm, yeah. Well, yeah, we're not even counting that as an MCU show, really. So, well, isn't it? I mean, if it's we're including the off-brand ones, it's definitely in. There. Well, no, yeah, I'm saying in the MCU show. I was saying okay. specifically from the ones that have launched since Disney Plus. Yeah. I would say yeah, okay. this is probably one of the top, like the I'd top so. couple. Uh, certainly, in terms of um, uh, ambition of storytelling. Yeah. Type, well, yeah, I mean, I it's not like it's a big be. story, mm-hmm. but in terms of like, hey, let's go do an interesting thing, like in, in Oklahoma, you know, right. you know, you, like right. the, the Avengers don't assemble in Oklahoma. It's, it's a, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It's something like, well, doesn't Asgard end up there at some point, or where, where is it? No, they're not. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Not in the MCU. Not in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not yet. Yeah. Uh, but no, in, in terms of, um, ambition to tell a story uh outside of what is typically done i i I think it's way up there yeah uh and i'm you know i i can't really think of any others who kind of really do that it's is it as good as hawkeye hawkeye was a lot of fun they're different they're very different they're very different shows shows. it's hard to compare them yeah yeah i mean that's that's definitely better than of course speaking of the netflix stuff i i don't know what's canon or not and i don't particularly care uh enough of it i guess whatever they want to be canon whatever they want and they're never going to tell you because it no they'll do they're going to pull a they're pulling the star wars thing where it's like let's go back to stuff that was canon at some point and just pluck the stuff we want and work it in which which is fine remember remember when i was saying about star wars that like if they had to retcon something from a book or something they would do so (laughs) i don't know how you feel about the 
Bad Batch trailer. Uh, I, I don't know I what the chronology like exactly, of that. I feel like they did. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure what the chronology of that is, but yes, I'm sure okay. they can. They will retcon something if they. Yeah. Anyway, want that's to. that's way, way off topic. Yeah, way yeah, off topic. Yeah. That's for yeah, the hyperdrive. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're going to care about Netflix. Yeah. But, uh, Welcome to the hyperdrive, our, our new segment <laughs> on. <laughs> you actually have well, a, a Star motivator. Wars show. You don't need the hyperdrive. Yeah. Bad motivator. Yeah. Bad motivator is a bad motivator. That's a better one. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Why don't we do more podcasts? More segments. Uh, <laughs> Who would edit them, guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, me, like a month later. Uh, what I'm trying to say is, uh, in comparing this to some of the Netflix stable, this is head and shoulders above a, a bunch of Netflix stuff. I mean, certainly Iron Fist, we can just ignore that. But I think it's probably better than Daredevil season Three, I guess. Really? Oh man, I I well, was certainly better three. than the Defenders. It's better. Yeah. Than okay. The give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you Iron, and Fist. Iron Fist. I might give oh, you yeah. maybe maybe Luke Cage. I was gonna say two? Luke Cage season two. Luke maybe Cage fell apart a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It. Yeah. Luke Cage is fortunately pretty uneven. Some of it's yeah. great. Some yeah. Of it's yeah. Terrible. I mean, they they off once you off Marshall. Yeah. That was the, yeah, that, that was, was, was for halfway through the first season. Yeah. Downhill. You're like, well, that's no point anymore. Well, he comes back as a vampire, so everything's fine. Yeah, does he? Yeah, well, he's, he's going to be playing. If they ever get that off blade, the ground, yeah. So I thought up. you meant. I thought you literally meant <laughs> Luke Cage. And I'm like, wow, I really didn't check out that one. <laughs> uh, Luke Cage fighting vampires is pretty good. He can't be bit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I think it's credibly in the in the top end of the Netflixy kind of stuff, and I think pretty comfortably near the top end of Marvel stuff. Yeah, should we just do a ritual? Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's do. We should beating around the ritual bush. <laughs> Why do we have one of those? <laughs> Got it on the uh, holidays. All right. Uh, I don't know who wants to kick this one off. I'll okay, go, I'll go first because oh, I I was you know I I I like it. I'm giving it a biff, but I'm giving it kind of a light biff because I do feel like yeah. it is missing in a few areas. Like one, I think it needed more time. I think it should have had an, another episode. Um, but also, I, like I I feel put off by the superpower parts of this. Like, yeah. I, I think her powers are too loosey-goosey. I needed a little bit more clarity on what the heck was going on there. And also, like, I thought the end was a little silly, you know, in the... F- uh, her standing there in front of them, I think, was putting too much of a button on it yes. or something. Yeah. Um, I too loved the, the thing that happened with Kingpin. I think that was that was uh, very powerful and worked extremely well. But I just... I think some of the superpower stuff here was was... I, it, the other stuff was so good and so real that it took me out of the moment, yeah. um, I mm-hmm. think, is what the problem is. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it it wins on all the other stuff, all the cultural stuff in particular. Um, and the performances are are really quite good. Her her performance in particular is extremely good as the as the, you know, the lead. She pulls it off um, with great zeal. <laughs> Uh, and, and it handles herself extremely well up against some, you know, like Vincent D'Onofrio and, yeah. um, some, some people who have been acting for a long time. So, um, I think, I think on these other aspects, it's so good that I, that it makes up for the parts that I felt were kind of lacking. Um, but I, those parts do still exist for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll go next. Uh, I agree actually, John, with a lot of what you said. I think that. I think it's a, a light biff for me, too. I do think it's really solid, but for me, I, I see where you're going with the superhero stuff, and yeah. I agree that I think it could have been stronger. It didn't detract quite as much for me 
I think the stuff where it fell down a little bit for me is feeling like I missed, like I'm feeling a few missing links of just character relations and stuff like that. I wanted to dig into that a little bit more. I think to your point about how everything else is so good, it felt to me a little bit like, why are we like, it's not even the other stuff is bad. It's like, why are we spending time on that and not more time fleshing out these relationships, which is, which are the really interesting part. Like, yeah, it's, it's a matter of priorities and a matter of focus. Um, the action is really good. Um, that scene in the whole like like roller rink fight, all of that's you know it may not yeah. quite be Daredevil hallway oh, corridor level, but it's yeah. it's up there. And I thought I, her MacGyvering a um a pellet oh, gun, gun was a little silly though. I thought that was too silly. <laughs> make, I, I was just like I didn't sense. think it was needed, and like suddenly she's she's MacGyver. Like I mean, I got it from um, Scully. That guy can put stuff together. That's his you know yeah. That's his ability. He do, you know it's what he does for a living. That makes sense. that all made sense to me. But like her doing it suddenly was like now she's MacGyver. I don't understand why she's. Doing I know it, I enjoyed the part where she tries to shoot the light and it like almost hits her in the face. That was kind yeah. of fun. Also. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed a lot of that fight. Just you know, like the, oh, cl- the, the claw yeah. machine, like <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, and I enjoy that. Um, I agree that all the performances were pretty much fantastic. Again, I feel like if anything, I just wanted more time with a lot of those characters to really understand them. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think Bonnie in particular. Like I said, I don't think she is as fleshed out as I'd like. You know, she's an EMT, which seems important, but n- not really. And is it inspired by? the crash of yeah child, exactly like what's it, it like, leaves there's, a there's meat on those bones yeah it leaves a just, little man. too much for you to just headcanon and i wanted it to be a little bit more on the page um but you know uh i think the i don't yeah i don't know where, what marvel's attempt is this is the other trick these days is trying to figure out like where's marvel going with any of these things right <laughs> like yeah is yeah. this a character that will reappear are the all mm-hmm. of these characters that will reappear like what where what are you envisioning this like or do you feel like this story is complete and done it sure doesn't feel like it at least based on our little teaser at the end which we know we'll probably play into daredevil when that comes yeah. out um but yeah i i think i felt good about this show but also a little bit like oh you're almost you almost perfectly nailed it it didn't quite stick the landing, but it's yeah. still it's still in the top tier of stuff that you've tried to do, I feel. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, like you guys gave it a light biff. Uh, I think, like I was saying earlier, it's uh, ambitious for them to try to tackle something both uh, with a certain uh, cultural sensitivity. I think it's ambitious for them to have their main actor uh, use ASL, and a lot of the, you know, the whole show is basically in, in ASL. Um, and I, I admire them for just the attempt of it. You know, I, I feel like I've been saying that for like three weeks in a row, certainly with what if it's like, you know, you try something interesting, I think you, you know, you unless you do something really awful, it, it's kind of a biff for me. Uh, that said, I agree with, both of you that it didn't quite live up to the uh uh what i think it could have been with i don't know what maybe another episode another pass on it maybe uh i i really appreciated everybody in the show i think like you guys said the performances are amazing i think the first three episodes are incredibly strong and then the second half or the second two kind of start to fall apart despite the fact that the awesome roller rink 
fight I guess, in episode five or something but they just one episode there that's like half an hour or two that's like this constant again the weirdness of yeah. of streaming shows where it's the like the last one's half an hour yeah you're like it's, really it's kind of not a kind of not a great sign right like you're like either be a, either you should be a like a two-hour movie or you should be a six episode yeah. miniseries yeah make your pick right right yeah yeah so i i i admire them i i think they did a pretty great job it does fall flat a little uh i know we haven't even brought it up but i think if people are expecting echo to have uh the comic the, the power she has in the comic book i think you know those are interesting but the mcu already has uh taskmaster i, I was just blanking because yeah. all I, I was like no it's yeah. not freaking greg it's davis fine. yeah john will put him in the show notes <laughs> Yeah, Taskmaster. Yeah, put Taskmaster. But anyway, yes. So it's Taskmaster. It's the fact not. that it was Taskmaster, and I'm talking to you guys. I was yeah. like, nope, can't be that one. Anyway, yeah, Taskmaster. It, like a you know, an, a, a villain effectively that gets to copy your your powers basically. And they they they've already got that in the MCU. And frankly, I think, especially with the way this storytelling, uh, with the story that they're trying to tell, uh, I think uh, echoing down through the generations uh, yeah. is thematically yeah. way more appropriate yes. and yeah. again i don't it's not like i need the powers explained john uh yeah i'm fine like don't explain the force it's fine but <laughs> they are so weird and ill-defined that i i don't have a mental model for them you know like how much can spider-man lift i don't really care he's really strong fine he's got radioactive blood I yeah i don't need him explained in that way i just i just need to I, like if somebody asks me about that character and I, you know, and they're like, what's her powers? Like, I don't, I don't know. Chloe, Chloe hands. I, don't know. I mean, she's a good fighter. That's the real thing. Right. And then honestly, exactly. I would, I would rather she not have the powers. Me too. In a way. I would just rather me she too. don't have any, doesn't have any powers. She's just like, you know, she's just a good fighter and yeah. that would be better. I certainly don't need her to have the exact same powers that are in the comic book yeah i think it's I, honestly perfectly fine with me if but. it were simply i'm tapping into the ancestors who had these various skills and using yeah. their powers i'm yeah, fi- that, totally that fine make, with that that's that would make sense yeah yeah but anyway that's not really a detriment for as far as i'm concerned i can just see you know if you're somehow a huge fan of echo in the comic books this may not be what you expect uh but yeah light biff and i kind of wish I think in aggregate, I'm more enthusiastic about the notion of the show than the show itself, if that makes sense. <laughs> There's so much good stuff here. I kind of just wish that, I don't know, leave that, leave that soup simmering a little bit more and mm. you know, sort of bring out more of the flavor. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's do a really quick. Uh, we did have one letter, which I've been saving um, from reader Russell, who wrote uh, in, uh, about our. Um, first what if episode when i heard the Werner ai and happy hogan saves christmas my thoughts went to the lovably nihilistic brain drain from the unbeatable squirrel girl it turns out the original <laughs> name of the nazi scientist whose brain was implanted in a robot body was Werner schmidt of course brain drains personality could well be ryan north also riffing on Werner herzog but i'd still like to think the what if writers threw in a very obscure easter egg for us squirrel girl fans thanks and keep it up with the good work <laughs> I love it. Anybody that writes in with a squirrel girl. Yeah, always a win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've met Ryan North. He seems like a lovely gentleman. Oh, that's cool. Um, We have a little bit of superhero sweep as well. We mentioned Daredevil at the end here. Um, You know, obviously we know Daredevil is currently filming. Um, I think there are, if you look around, there are some uh, people 
in New York who are seeing like the the sets up and stuff. Yeah. Um, there also appears to be a lot happening with that show since it got kind of a creative overhaul during the strikes with the showrunners carted off and new showrunners brought in. Um, not not Daredevil style, just <laughs> not Kingpin style. I mean, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, oh hopefully God. those two guys were not shown a room full of. Boy, Marvel oh, has gotten boy. real, real harsh. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think certainly the end of of Echo, which sees Wilson Fisk contemplating running for mayor, uh, would certainly seem to give us a concrete place to kick off uh, a Daredevil series and i think that's an interesting dynamic i mean then we we also get to do the uh who was the better mayor ollie or wilson Fisk. <laughs> oh yeah i forgot ollie oh, the mayor he was mayor briefly <laughs> oh that's that's because yeah. yeah because it's alex the clipboard guy well i don't know he lowest. solved gun pro- the gun problem so it's true it's that's tough. True. gonna be tough for fisk to that's true i remember liking that episode <laughs> I don't know the gun one, or I missed. I missed it. You missed it. Yeah, I I think I just appreciated that they bothered actually trying to take it on, like the the subject. But yeah, not a great, not an auspicious no uh, season for Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any other um, any other superhero sweep things? Uh, so apparently they finished filming um, Deadpool. (laughs) No. Oh, uh, Ironheart. Yeah, Ironheart. All I could think of was Iron Girl. (laughs) (laughs) Not it. Yeah, which I didn't even know that they had started filming, so... Yeah, it seems like it may have been done for a while. At one point, that was on the schedule pretty, like... It was coming up pretty quickly, but I honestly... I assume that show has a lot of post-production and may take some time, so... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not... I enjoyed her. She was fun, but uh, that suit not, not great. great. And what yeah. they, she gave no. it back anyway. Well, they had to. They know. had yeah, to reset it, like, right? Yeah. So now she's gonna have to make her. I mean, you know, it's a whole. This, she shouldn't have kinda, been, She shouldn't have been in the suit in the movie in the first place. But we've talked about that already. Yeah. Oh well. I feel like we're leaving on a on a bummer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> should we do? Is there something positive? That I'm, we need I'm to... looking. I mean, I would like to see the show. I mean, I love the character. So, well, yeah. Wait, is it a show or a movie? It's a show. It's a show. Yeah. It's a show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We um, we've got. I don't know what we're doing next. I did have uh, a reader and um, pal of the show, Tony Sindelar, tell us that we should do more of our um, reading comic books and talking about them. So yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Throw yeah. that one in the mix too. We've we've kicked around some ideas, um, yeah. but wait, didn't you have your you had your X Men? Uh, yeah, I, p- I pitched some X Men to rewatch. Yeah. Um, but there's there's a, a lot of stuff. I we have literally nothing on the schedule now until, as yeah. far as I know, That's the okay. next the, thing that airs is my turnaround Deadpool. time for editing. This, uh, <laughs> 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 this episode should be done by the time Deadpool three comes yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I, I am sorry to we, all of you. Well, it's I just, mean, Aquaman comes out soon <laughs> on yeah. streaming. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I dislike myself enough for that. <laughs> well, we, we might mention it. Yeah, I guess we could. We do, do we need to? I don't know. That. We That's could talk okay. about it. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll come up with something. Um, yeah. Well, as always, you can reach us at Biff at the Incomparable.com or at Biff at, Biff at Zeppelin.flights on Mastodon. Uh, send us a message or shoot us a note in uh, I'm in the discord the, the incomparable member discord where we have the superhero uh, TV slash movies channel um, so 
you know, there's lots of ways to reach out and uh, tell us what you want to see on the show. But that brings us to the end for this week. So let me thank my co-host as always. John Maltz, thank you for being here. Now I'm going to go back to staring at a white wall. Cool. Uh, Guy English, always a pleasure. Vanessa. (laughs) I really, really wanted you to end with hammer time, but you did not. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Thank you, everybody out there for listening we really appreciate especially all of our members of the incomparable who support the show um that's why we do it we do it for you um but thank you all and we will see you next time